0: All in the Addicted Gamblers podcast. My name is Brian, and I haven't placed a bet since July
1: of 2014. And my name is Jeff. I haven't placed a bet since July of 2015. Hi, Brian. Jeff, hello. It's nice to do. It's nice to nice to be in your presence. It's nice to be in your presence, my my friend. Your your New Year's
0: resolution to me was we're going to try to do this once a month where we're both on.
1: I th- I thought that was a joint resolution.
0: Uh yeah, it takes two. Yes. It takes two, and we have two and, <laughs> and so
1: far we're 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 batting a thousand right
0: well we're recording this on uh the january 15th the 2 30 eastern and i didn't i i didn't realize till a week ago and then again i i forgot when i woke up today that uh, it's a holiday and i don't have to work and so i texted you and was like do you want to do a podcast having no idea what we were going to talk about mm-hmm. and you expressed to me the same thing of yeah what do we gonna talk about but luckily jeff luckily for you
1: luckily or fortunately
0: fortunately for you and i the news never stops it does not see jeff from time to time usually once or twice a week i like to plug the 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 term gambling addiction into google and and then click on the news and see what happens and there's new articles all the time now which is it used to be the same steady flow and that happens still occasionally where that's the same one sitting up there for months but there's some new stuff, Jeff, and I thought we could talk about the new stuff.
1: Absolutely, I think uh, I think we'll do a service by uh, by sharing the newsworthy events with listeners. Right?
0: It all comes down to what the National Council on Problem Gambling announced the other day, which was that it's big news. Big news, Senator. I know it was Senator Blumenthal, and now I'm blanking on the other one because I closed the page I had open saying the name of the person. Today marks a significant milestone in the fight against gambling addiction as U.S. Senator Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut and U.S. Representative Andrea Salinas of Oregon introduced the Gambling Addiction Recovery Investment and Treatment Act, the GRIT Act. This groundbreaking legislation addresses a critical gap in our nation's approach to addiction by establishing the first ever federal funding stream dedicated to preventing, treating, and researching gambling addiction in the United States. Key.
1: And then it further says that gambling addiction is a significant public health concern affecting approximately 7 million American adults. And we have discussed before that that's probably an understated figure, right?
0: Yes, uh, definitely understated, Um, not just because of the fact that each person who gambles will affect 7 to 10 other people, but because the 1 to 2 percent with the amount of accessibility there is is just a low ball of a number.
1: Yeah, and and the, the data is based upon people self-reporting, right?
0: Yes, and I suppose we both know and understand that uh, people who gamble are not the first ones to self-report that stuff.
1: No, I did not self-report my gambling addiction until I got caught.
0: And I didn't self-report mine until somebody else looked at me and said, you have a gambling addiction, you should get some help.
1: Mm, that'll
0: do it. Um, so just a few other things off the grid act as about what it is. So the grid act would, and this is from the national council on problem gambling's website. Uh, the grid act would set aside 50% of federal sports excise tax revenue for gambling addiction, treatment, and research distribute 75% of the funds to the States for gambling addiction, prevention, and treatment through the existing substance abuse prevention and treatment block grant program distribute 25% of the funds to the National Institute of Drug Abuse to find to fund grants for research into gambling addiction, authorize spending for 10 years and require the Secretary of Health and Human Services to submit a report to Congress on the effectiveness of the program within 3 years of passage. Not increase taxes on Americans, it simply sets aside a funding stream for problem gambling treatment and research that will continue to increase as online sports wagering becomes more prominent and not increase government bureaucracy but rather utilizes existing HHS HHS programs and procedures.
1: So, so, yeah. so, let me let me get this straight, Brian. Yeah. So So, this act here this is act. not going is not going to increase anybody's taxes, right? It's it's going it's based upon existing taxes. Am I, am I am I understanding that correctly?
0: Yes, that is correct. It is is the federal excise tax that all. Um, is it just it's just sports? But it's a federal tax on sports betting handle
1: on sports betting correct and uh, okay, which so, is so just, no I- it's sorry,
0: it's, tw- it's what is it it's a quarter of a percent
1: yes I believe it is uh, a very minuscule uh percentage of the revenue correct I don't have it in front of me right now.
0: I believe so. See, that's the, that's the trouble when we talk about something that we didn't know we were going to talk about is that you don't have that in front of you, but I believe, yes, it's like a quarter of a percent.
1: Okay. Now, whatever, if we're right, we're right. But what I'm getting at is it doesn't increase taxes. It, um, It just funnels, funnels the revenue generated from this tax into a new direction. As opposed to putting it in the general fund, it actually allocates, I believe, half of that tax to help people that have a gambling problem, to promote research uh, on problem gambling. Um, I mean, I don't understand. Is this controversial, Brian? I mean, who wouldn't be in favor of that?
0: Well, before I tell you that answer, it does. Uh, It is the federal government levies an excise tax of 0.25%. Yes. So a quarter of a percent. I was right. Right. On all money wagered on sports in the United States, which is deposited into the general fund. And this simply redirects 50% of that. Right. So, so it's ha- like 50% of the feder- of the quarter percent.
1: Right. So half of that money is continues to be put in the general fund, but one half also is directly funneled for Gambling prevention, treatment, research, etc. right? Correct. Okay. Is this like a, a no-brainer? I mean, what's the controversy?
0: Well, this is why I assumed when I got into this work and I didn't know anything and I looked at the National Council, I, I was looking for something like this and here it is. And so I'm I'm very happy to see this and what they've been working on. I'm sure they put
1: a lot of work into this bill. Oh, absolutely. I can tell you that a lot of people uh, worked very hard. Shout out to, to Keith White, especially, and to uh, Cole Wagaman of the National Council. And, and uh, our friend Brianne uh, also spent many, many years um, in uh, in trying to get federal funding for the uh, treatment, prevention, education, et cetera, of uh, problem gambling. And this is a huge monumental step in that direction. But my, my question really goes back to the controversy. And of course, I'm asking the question as sort of the lead into. Oh, I
0: know you were, I know you were. I was just trying to get I the know. I just out of to, the way I, I, I wanted to I bring like, up let the let other it. article.
1: Yeah. I wanted to let the cat out of the bag. So I just, just want to talk a little bit are...
0: more about the GRID Act before we went into the other side of it.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Oh, by the way, and you and I, and we mentioned this before, both during advocacy day, advocated our uh local legislators um yes federal legislators senators congresspeople about the grid act right we advocated for this bill to be introduced and of course passed so uh, we have uh, some personal um you know involvement in terms of uh, the grid act correct
0: yeah i had a great time doing that that was that was that was cool to be able to go um walk into where your your members of congress are and talk to their staff you don't get to talk to them but you get to talk to their staff and the staff members we talked to seemed like they were interested and and wanted to hear about it i don't know if if they put on a good game face or if they were actually interested but you yeah, walked my away sense. feeling good like i said something that mattered so yeah
1: actually my sense uh in in speaking to the to the staff of um of our representatives were, were they were very interested, engaged, and, and in fact, I invited them to give me feedback in in terms of what uh, may cause somebody in Congress to not be in favor of this act. You know what what's the downside? And uh, other than um, hearing that, well, some are just not in general uh, in favor of more government regulation. Um That was really the only thing that surfaced, at least in in terms of our. This
0: this doesn't count as regulation, though. This isn't telling them anything. It's just doing something different with the tax money to help people.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, it's no, you're people. right. But but it's 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 government being more involved in terms of, I guess, specifically where the money should be funneled. Um, I, I I know. Right. I I don't I don't consider regulation either. But that was the only kind of vague. Um, You know, uh, uh, feedback that I got in terms of what possibly could cause somebody not to support this act. Um, But you showed me something today that probably is just one piece of evidence or information that would suggest that not everybody feels the way we do. And we both know what the American Gaming Association's policy was. They were there. They're against this act. Correct.
0: Yeah, well, they they were trying to, they wanted the the excise tax to go away as well. Right. Um, and so did this person that we are about to talk about. So, Jeff, as I do, I, I Google gambling addiction. I see what's going on. And I came across the Nevada Independent article quoting a representative for Nevada talking about the exact same thing that we're talking about. So I'm just going to read you a little bit of this article, okay? And we'll
1: go from That's- there. Absolutely. The repeal
0: of a small federal excise tax on sports wagers has been a goal of Representative Dina Titus, Democrat Nevada, for nearly a decade. So imagine her surprise when two Democratic colleagues announced legislation Thursday to not only keep the sports betting tax in place, but to use half of the money raised by the levy to fund it's a tax to fund problem gambling treatment and research. How dare they? The legislation authored by Representative Andrea Salinas, Democrat Oregon, and Senator Richard Blumenthal, Democrat Connecticut, wants to use 50% of the money raised by what has become known as the Handle Tax to create a funding stream dedicated to prevention, treatment, and research into gambling addiction. However, Titus called the legislation redundant, saying on Friday that that states that have legalized sports betting in the past five years also fund responsible gaming resources to address problem gambling. Now, we're going to stop there, and then we'll take it further. I love some good infighting, so watching Democrats fight about uh, stuff is always fun. This person, who is a Democrat for Nevada, who's been trying to do this for 10 years, Representative Titus, I would gather (laughs) that because she has been trying to get rid of this tax for 10 years from a state where gambling uh, is very prevalent— I would imagine that she has a lot of friends within the industry, and her getting rid of this tax would uh, set her up pretty well.
1: Well, funny you should say that, because while you were um, reading from this article, I happened to uh, use Google myself, and I Googled uh, Representative Titus to see if uh, there's anything about her contributors, let's say, to her, uh, her campaigns and her... Her uh, role as a congressperson. And lo and behold, Brian, you may be surprised. Lo and behold. Lo and behold, the top contributor for uh, Representative Titus in the years 2007 to 2024. Whoa. Is, could I have a drum roll, please? MGM Resorts International. Oh, look at that. How about that? Isn't that, that is. What a coincidence! Right. Since when? What was the first year? Since two thousand seven, according to uh, this. Uh, two thousand seven. So we're talking. Open. Se- Just in fairness, this is called Open Secrets. Uh, this site that I'm on, I make no representation as to its accuracy. Although uh, my sense is, I that, think
0: you, uh, I think you can though. If you go into their websites, you can see who the donors are.
1: Mm, let's see. Uh, yeah. MGM but resistance? seventeen years
0: of top donor and not getting that excise tax repealed is uh, not what you pay for if you're MGM.
1: Oh gosh, this is um, this is most uh, concerning, isn't it? Well,
0: I want to talk about this last paragraph that I read. Titus called the legislation redundant. Jeff, yes. you're an educated man. Uh, redundant for those of us who who failed out of college. What um, what does redundant mean?
1: Well, it means that it's it's already um, it's already uh, done. So it's why do something again that's already done? And I think the context of this is that oh, um, the 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 gaming industry, as they like to call themselves, or I'd say the gambling industry, already funds problem gambling research, prevention, education, treatment, etc. Um, and therefore, I guess according to the good congresswoman. We don't need any more funding, and any more funding would just be, I guess, redundant, if that's how she used the word. Yeah, what so she's really yeah, saying I don't... Is there's enough money. There's enough money to, to help people with a gambling problem or to prevent people from developing a gambling problem. I mean, I, I'm sure she has a basis for that opinion. I'm not sure what it is, but...
0: I Well, if it's redundant, then the funding would be the same, but it's, it's more funding, so... It... It can't be redundant. She is referring to the fact that responsible gaming, as it is called, initiatives are already funded. Now, what she says, according to this, is also f- saying on Friday that states have legalized sports betting in the past five years, also fund responsible gaming resources to address problem gambling. Now, the thing that comes to mind for me when I was sitting on a panel in the uh, sports betting communities thing they do every year. Well, they do it many times. Um, Mm -hmm. Very nice people there. I got invited to come talk about, you know, gambling addiction on a panel. And the person who had worked in responsible gambling for years said responsible gaming is not problem gambling. RG is not PG. And that's Mm -hmm. what I've heard from people who work in responsible gambling. That's what I hear when I complain about responsible gambling is it's not problem gambling. That's not what it is. Mm -hmm. And this person is saying, But we fund responsible gambling to address problem gambling. So now they're connected all of a sudden when it involves giving more money to it. So I'm confused a bit. Uh, I thought responsible gambling was not problem gambling. But apparently it is, according to Representative Titus. Um, That's what I've always... People say, well, that's not that. And my argument is always, well, then you need to deal with problem gambling. You need to deal with the fact that this is an addiction and it affects people. And I... Actually, am going to some. I'll, I'm going to be on a panel at Seton Hall. Is hosting like a compliance and something buzzwords above my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they invited me to talk. I'm part of something called Responsible Gambling from the Front Lines. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever you want to call it.
1: Wait, it's at the stop? Seton Hall Law School in March. Oh, cool. Maybe I'll come and see you. I thought about you when I saw law school. I was like, you sure you got the right guy? You might want the guy. No, no, no. They uh, they always have the right guy with you, buddy. But you are on a panel that is talking about responsible gambling? Responsible gambling from the front
0: line. So I don't know exactly what that means. But But, the the person who recommended me mm -hmm. knows what I do. So I I don't have any worries. I
1: think that, I mean, you know, I'm glad you're going to be on the panel. I think it's great anytime that, you know, you or, or anyone else. In our community has has a seat at the table, but I can't help but wonder if um, the fact that you're on a panel that is going to discuss the topic of responsible gambling uh, is is more evidence of the confusion between responsible gambling and problem gambling, right? Because yeah. for us, and we've talked about this before, for us, responsible gambling is no gambler,
0: Right. That was your quote that I've quoted a few times.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, almost, yeah, I have no, I mean, they
0: know what I do, so I'm happy to, I'll go and give my piece. Um, yeah. My, my guess is to an audience that it is, it's 98% uh, not caring what I'm bringing to the table.
1: Well, <laughs> but, I think that you, having fun. an opportunity to further um, delineate the distinction between responsible gambling and problem gambling is 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 great i think it's great that you, that you have that you know you're going to have that opportunity uh, i want you to read if you don't mind something from the american gaming association that was put out regarding the grid act and maybe
0: um... yeah i've got a few quotes on here as well uh but go okay, ahead good.
1: so this is a uh, quote uh this is uh from the aga senior vice president chris uh Psy- Salki, C-Y-L-K-E. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Quote, our industry's growth means that there's never been more attention paid to or money invested in problem gambling support than there is today. Try to try to digest that a bit. Our industry's growth means there's never been more attention paid to or money invested in problem gambling support than there is today. Um, Sounds like something that the National Council should say, but I'm not sure about the American Gaming Association. Anyway, nearly every tax dollar earmarked for problem gambling services comes from casino gaming taxes, including new legal sports betting and iGaming markets. Okay. Nearly every tax dollar earmarked for problem gambling services. Isn't that what we're talking about? Earmarking the revenue uh, under the GRID Act for exactly that?
0: Yeah. Every tax dollar earmarked for problem gambling services comes from a casino or, and gaming taxes. Um casino gaming taxes including new legal sports betting and i gaming markets. But uh that's where it should come from.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. It's not earmarked for it, right? It's
0: it's it's a it reminds me of that Chris Rock bit when he's he's talking about people taking care of their kids and he's like, You're supposed to, you dumb motherfucker. You want a cookie? Uh something like that. I'm not gonna do it justice. But this reminds me of that of like well, the gambling industry is paying all their tax money to help this. And it's like, well, what other industry is supposed to, man? Of course, the gambling industry is supposed to pay these taxes. Of course, they're supposed to give money to problem gambling. They're the ones who are causing the problem.
1: So again, I think the position um, that they are taking is they want to repeal this tax, right? They want to repeal. Well, they want
0: to repeal the the excise tax, which yeah. is, I again, it sounds like it's a long fought,
1: yeah, I mean they don't want to pay more taxes.
0: Battle, Who they're already Who wants
1: to pay more taxes.
0: Yeah, and they don't have to. Luckily, with this, it's taxes that already exist. It's yeah, just but diverting. They it.
1: wanted to pay less taxes than they pay now.
0: Yeah, they wanted that repealed, so they could get rid of that and keep that quarter of a percent, which I'm sure is a lot of money. Okay, That's why it's nice. It's going to problem gambling.
1: I, I would. I wonder or what will. Their position, I, I wonder what their position would be if we we suggest, okay, this tax is not going to be repealed. Okay, so let's take that. Out of the formula. So now, where do you think the money should go to the general fund or to actually or half of the money, I should say, um, or should it go towards the research, prevention, treatment, et cetera, uh, of problem gambling?
0: I mean, with the amount we've always complained, there's—I mean—that's one of the first arguments of anything is there's zero dollars in federal funding for this. There's a, right. there's there's right. money for drugs and booze, but there's not for gambling. And people outside of the realm of gambling have a hard time understanding that, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, but um, I, I guess my I guess my my um my point is that the position of the congresswoman we were talking about and the AGA really is not directly on point to what the bill seeks to do. The bill s- seeks to direct the funds in a different place, right? They're not talking about repealing the tax or not repealing the tax, but yet when they're giving their position on it, I guess they can argue that this money should not go to people that need the help or to research to help people to prevent them from developing a problem. So we're going to attack it by saying there shouldn't be any tax at all. Let's repeal it.
0: Well, I mean, I guess they they have been trying to repeal it for years, which, like, duh, yeah, yeah of but, course you want they, to pay less tax. But they taxes. failed.
1: But they failed, right? So now they. Yeah, it trying seems to like if you, you were going to
0: repeal this, it, like doing it before sports betting was legalized would have been the way to go. Uh, I mean, if it was, you know, going to be a backroom deal of like let's get rid of this tax so we can make more money, you'd do it before it became legalized. But they didn't, and so at this point, everyone knows about the tax. It'd be strange to uh, repeal it at this point. I think it's just yeah. too high profile. So,
1: but the suggestion that that there's enough funding already. Oh right. I mean
0: that's just right. on a state level, right? There's no federal, so it's all on a state level. And different states deal with this differently. And I, you know, I still don't know what do we get in Connecticut for all this new gambling. I I haven't seen like a new playground. I haven't like I guess inflation is eating it all up. Who knows? It's ridiculous. It's it it. It's just, it's just more bullshit. It's
1: just more bull it's and, just and, about how many, money. and how many, they states, give her money.
0: She's excited about the excise tax. I get it. Like yeah. you're a Congress person who gets money from a corporation. Geez, Louise, new news. Um, and,
1: and how many states that have implemented legal sports spending since the last, what, five or so years, how many states as part of that legislation have also included provisions to either um, increase their problem gambling funding or to initiate problem gambling funding. Um, My understanding is uh, not very many at all. No, why would
0: you take new money and give it to people
1: who need it? you take new money. But yet it would be redundant, which I agree with you. (laughs) I'm sure that that is the correct use of the word. It would be redundant to have more money because we're just rolling the dough right now.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I don't want to get into that, but yeah, there's no, there's, there's no money out there. There's, if everybody who wanted help for problem gambling went to treatment tomorrow, we'd, we'd be out of space and we would, uh, not have enough funds to cover them in states where that's paid for.
1: So Brian, anything else you want to talk about with regard to the GRID Act and this news or, um, should we, uh, should we change topics?
0: Well, it's just, um, it's disappointing that there's people out there who are like, nah, I don't want to help people, especially when those people uh, know where the harm is coming from. And, and I, you know, it leads into a bigger conversation of like, well, the individual is responsible, establishment is responsible, well,
1: uh," yeah, like
0: people don't like to cut people with an addiction, any slack whatsoever. And
1: especially, especially when it impacts their own money, their own revenue stream, right? Yeah, and that's, and that's they, the thing.
0: It's it's arguing against money. That's all this yeah. business I mean, I'm is I am sure money.
1: I'm sure these people would be very compassionate if it did not impact the uh, you know, the war chest of uh, certain uh, representatives or it, if it did not uh take away money from a certain industry uh that obviously uh feels that they're not uh, reaping enough uh, benefit from the hard work they do in passing out this free play
0: you know i have a way that the industry can make even more money oh yeah stop advertising so much oh, you'd save so, so much money and you could just spend all that and it would be wonderful and then we don't have to see your shit all over everything i sent you a text last night during the lions game because my lions are in the playoffs and they won which is awesome second round baby i looked into going to the game it's like 700 for standing room only tickets and i was like meh i don't think i can make it but I was I I haven't watched a lot of football this year. But since the Lions are in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and I watch Sunday Night Football on NBC, and it's still I can watch it and not be triggered. I'm fine. But I don't know how other people do it. Like I
1: yes.
0: like seeing a thirty second segment of who somebody on the program is picking and what what's their lock of the night, their bet of the night for DraftKings um, on NBC is just sort of weird. And then on top of that, then they put up a whole bunch of information from DraftKings on like a big board that they had the camera in front of. And so it was like an extra 30 second commercial just for DraftKings. And it's just just strange to see that. I get that sports have been taken over, but it's just still strange to see that.
1: You know, I have, you know, my children are obviously adults, but you as a father of young children, see so if you want to take your your daughter, your son to to a game and they start asking questions about that. I mean, how do you even how do you even talk about it? Well,
0: I have a lot of experience in talking
1: <laughs> so I think I'll be okay. Here, <laughs> kid, listen to this episode of the podcast.
0: But, I mean, it's true. It's it's anything you see as a kid and is just normalized is regular. And you can right. look at that in, like, Australia. Take Australia. I mean, those kids grow up. It's been years and years of this. And they have more per capita gambling-wise than, than right. any other country, I think. I think it's – they spend the most per capita um, because they're inundated with gambling every day and it's everywhere. And so – If we're going to do that, then we're going to do that. And people have to learn that just like drugs and alcohol, you got to mention it to your kids. Although with drugs and alcohol, it just seems like everyone still tries it. Everyone's going to try gambling. I have, I have, there's, I know a bunch of, I I know a bunch of college kids. I I have interacted with college kids who need help for gambling addiction. And all of them say, oh, all my friends do this too. Oh, absolutely. And And then they volunteer like, Well, you know, Johnny has a problem, but Billy doesn't. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. That sounds right. But it's funny, like hearing somebody say, like, call out their friend. Like, no, he's got a problem. And generally people are right. I don't like to, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone's problem is the personal matter. I don't want to call it out and say, like, you have a problem, get help. But it's nice when friends can identify that shit in each other and uh, help one another out, hopefully. But it's like it's everywhere. There was just a Time magazine article about gambling addiction with college age kids. And it's just everywhere. It's like one in 10, that's 10% get uh, an addiction, I think, is the current research. One in 10 college students, which is higher than the national, the the average for the general schmo. So, you know, it's clearly becoming more of an issue. And the fact that all these kids have these apps and they're not even uh, old enough to use them. So either they're getting the app in a finagling way or they're using their parents app, which I have heard some of them do use their parents app. And the parents, you know,
1: don't know or don't care. Yeah, not only do they not do they use their parents' app, but they use their parents' credit cards, and that's a, an issue without the parents' knowledge, right? Because you know what this addiction does. But to your point about watching, um, and that you're not triggered by watching sports, which is great. And there are a lot. I don't want to say a lot. I don't want. I don't want to throw around numbers or or statistics. But certainly there are a significant portion of people that are in recovery from gambling addiction that originated from sports betting yeah. um, that are able to watch sports without being triggered. But there's also a significant number that are not able to. And I've talked about this before. So now you're asking that college age kid to give up both gambling and watching sports because the watching sports will lead to the gambling. So many of them, and they've said this to me, that's the two things that they love of life the most. gambling and watching sports. and now you're asking me to give up both. Of course, it's a rhetorical question. They know that they need to. but how difficult it is. I mean, we didn't have any difficult difficulty, you know, giving up slot machines per se if it wasn't for the, you know, it was the gambling on slot machines. But I don't miss you know the the games themselves, but sports is an entirely different animal, right? Because a lot of these kids, their love of sports uh, originated way before their introduction to gambling and it's separate and apart. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, that would, I, I I think I've said, I don't know. I've said a few times to somebody, um, but that if I started gambling today with the online gambling, I don't know that I would have stopped. Yeah. Like it's so much harder to stop The online gambling than it is and that includes sports betting because it's with you all the time and you can just click on it and you know today as i was texting with you i'm also like clicking on my youtube app and then clicking over i got rid of social media because i spent too much time clicking around between apps and seeing what was going on um but like i clicked between the internet and checking some news websites and i clicked between Mm -hmm. texts and then the youtube app and if i had sports betting in there i would never stop clicking around on my phone
1: well, one one would argue that you would have gotten help sooner because you would have reached your bottom a lot sooner, right? I, I don't mean, think that's necessarily a great solution. I don't know. I'm always amazed when people stop, like at
0: a different time. It's, it's it's really interesting to see when people stop because, like, some of these kids are stopping
1: early. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I see, you know.
0: Like where that, they say, like, oh, I lost this much and this much time, and in your mind you're like, I think you're doing okay, but really, I mean, I don't mean it that way. But I like it is because that's judgmental, and I I'm not trying to do that. But uh, it 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 is interesting to hear them get worried so quickly and declare like I have a problem yeah. on on an amount that you think oh I would have taken a loan to cover that, and then I would
1: have. Th- that's because you're using you know your my experience, um, right. pers- yeah, yeah, your right. your 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 perspective. But I've, I what I've seen, especially the kids that come into my group. Um, just as much as the, obviously, financial losses that we've all experienced uh, that, um, you know, in in our gambling addiction or problem gambling, especially for, for kids that um, are college age, they feel a real sense of loss that they've turned into people that their parents can't trust or that they lied to. <clears throat> Excuse me, they, they lie to their parents. And I think most kids that have a you know, good relationship with parents, want their parents to to really um, like them in every sense and trust them and feel that they have the best kid in the world. That That's something that all kids want to feel. But when you are lying to them and they catch you and you're making promises that you don't keep and it's all related to your gambling and even, you know, as, as I said before, maybe, you know, taking parents' credit cards and, and gamble or using your student loan money and blowing through that. I mean, that creates a whole set of uh, other issues outside of the financial issues of, man, I am a disappointment to my parents and how am I going to ever get back the trust that I took for granted, but was very important to me.
0: Yeah. But that's all a long-winded way of saying
1: there, Thank goodness. There's enough funding.
0: We have enough funding. We don't need any more money. We Keep don't your want to money, be everyone.
1: No, no. Let's not be redundant.
0: By the way, the separating the, the talk about the black market and those offshore websites. Yeah, like I don't like those either. I like we can agree on that, AJ. I'm not for it either. I don't. I don't want people spending their money on offshore websites either.
1: Um, I, you know what? When I I know you never gambled online, but my um my last uh, stage of gambling, I tried to use those offshore websites. And I would say ninety five percent of the time, the credit card companies would not approve the deposit because it was for illegal gambling, and they were going to be on the hook. So I'm not <laughs> sure, you know, how easy it is to. I guess I mean, I guess of course, there's a, where there's a will, there's a way, especially when it comes to gambling. But I don't think it's a choice of oh, I could you know go to offshore just as easy. There's a lot. There's a lot of people I suspect that did not engage in sports betting when it was illegal, just because it was illegal. And then when it became legal, they got introduced to it. And some of those people developed a problem, right? So it's not all, you know, wonderful that we're curing the problem by making sports betting legal. We're expanding the population of sports bettors.
0: Yeah. And only, I mean, the illegal websites do advertise on certain places, but uh, for the most part, it's not the black market that i see advertising and pushing gambling with enticements it is uh, the legal gambling market that does so so i don't it's just more disingenuous shit it, it's the same shit we like hear all the time uh, and it's it's the same people it's nice to know though um there's a little line in here representative titus had a co-sponsor for a bill to repeal the tax And it was uh, Representative Guy Rechenthaler from Pennsylvania. But, anyways, there's a little line in here that says the legislation Titus and Rechenthaler sponsored had 13 co sponsors, all from sports betting states. So, again, like it's just, it's really disappointing to grow up and find out how the government works and it's all just money and pockets and shit like that. It's just disappointing.
1: that is the bottom line, my friend. It's all I, about the dough.
0: People are in need of help. And not just gambling. There's other things too. But it's just, it's shitty. when It's shitty when you learn how the sausage is made. The old yeah. saying. It's true. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully, maybe it'll get support. I don't know. With the growth of gambling, maybe it'll get support. But saying that there's enough money for this, for, for helping people with a gambling addiction. And you know what? I used to be a big believer, like, well, you know, have gambling, but at least provide people treatment for free. Don't make them pay out of pocket for treatment for something that you caused. And then, you know, uh, some other people I know, some smart people said, well, why should people have to get harmed? Why, why is that a good thing? And it made me kind of rethink like, yeah, they're right. Why should people have to experience all this harm before they can get help? And so I don't even, I don't know. There's no good answers to any of this, Jeff. What a waste of an hour, Jeff. We came up with nothing. We solved nothing. Yes, but we got it off our chest, Brian, right? We Yeah, it. and we got out some information that not everybody knows about, right. that, that, that there is legisla- That there is legislation that is exists. It exists. So if you hear this and you're like, hey, I wish my person would vote for that, so that way, or however it works, I guess you have to get a vote first. You have to be able to actually hold a vote. It's not just like, hey, we get a vote. It's hold a vote. But contact your representative, because that's how this shit works. You got to contact a representative, even if they're in the bag for the industry. Contact them anyways. Let them know how you feel. Uh, but this stuff's always interesting. I, I like talking about this stuff. It's nice to get away from. I mean, I like, again, it's not like it's a nice to. Wait, wait, wait,
1: hold on. It's nice to get away from what?
0: <laughs> I was going to say, it's nice to get away from recovery talk, but I like recovery talk. So that's not what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, but I do this. This stuff is always it. It it kind of energizes me more because it's it's interesting because it has like a macro effect. And yeah. um, no, no, so, I didn't mean what I said about recovery talk. I like recovery and, talk. Well, I a, do it and,
1: and and speaking all the of, time. Okay, yeah, exactly. speaking of recovery talk, so I want I wanted to just uh, as we're as we're closing, I wanted to mention something that you and I talked about just briefly before we on the air, so to speak, and that is that. We both got emails from this one individual that listened to our podcast of December 22nd, right?
0: Ah, yeah, the pre-holiday. And
1: yeah. Last and one for the th- year. Yeah, and said that um, whatever message that he took from this podcast caused him to uh, open up to his wife about his long standing gambling addiction and, um, and have a conversation with other members of his uh, immediate circle. And, uh, and really, you know, wrote to us to thank us for, um, giving, uh, that message that allowed him, or at least that, uh, motivated him to, uh, to come clean, which man, that is when I, when I hear stuff like that, it just makes me happy. Not happy that he has a gambling problem, of course, right, right. but happy that the stuff we, you and I talk about actually sometimes have an effect on people.
0: Well, yeah, I'm happy that he that he found a, a place that um, gave him some information and he took us up on that info. He sent an email. He told us his story, which was it, like it was really a heartwarming story. And it was it's yeah. nice to hear like it's nice to it, neither one of us make a living at this. Uh, right. You know, full disclosure, I get uh, some money from Epic to pay for the bills for this podcast, but uh, by no means making a living. And that's, you know, I like like it's nice to get an email like that, where somebody's like, "Hey, I found your podcast. I listened. I would like information on Jeff's group so I could join. Yeah. I have an addiction. I just and he cleaning. and he
1: did, and this guy did, and he contacted me. And as I said to you before, we went on. Um, he's come to, you know, almost every meeting that we've had, and it's just and that's awesome. It is heartwarming. It you know, is. So there, are, there's, uh, there, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of joy in this rather um upsetting area called problem gambling or gambling addiction there's a lot of joy because people have the opportunity to address it in a healthy way and uh and develop uh, or, or redevelop relationships and and all the things that gambling uh took away from you and me and a lot of other people
0: yeah yeah i mean again like that it, it's it like it was nice to get that email and hear that he, he had already done all this stuff like on his own I, he he was there, he listened to the podcast and like, it, you know, it was that inner voice being like, just do it, man, just stop. And he did. And uh, he reached out for help after that. And so I was happy. It was one of the rare occasions where I was up putting, my son had woken up in the middle of the night and I had just got, the email just came through. And so I happened to be up. And so I responded right away, which is a rare thing because I'm terrible at responding to emails, even though I encourage people to email, at least repot at gmail.com. But um, I, I'm terrible at responding usually. Uh, so I was pleased that right away I could respond to this one and then gave him your info for the group. And it was a good thing. And I'm glad it happened. And uh, it it was just nice.
1: It was nice to hear. It was. It was. It it, it made, the, made me uh, feel
0: good about humanity.
1: Absolutely. Especially in light of the frustration we had uh, talked about with regard to opposition to the GRID Act. So, you know, there's good and bad. So uh, i like to end on a positive note.
0: Yeah. I appreciate the positivity, Jeff. Jeff, it was good to see you. Uh, thank you for doing this because I know uh, time lately is at a premium. So I appreciate it. And All right, buddy. Always, always a pleasure. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This podcast is owned by Lee Street Media, LLC. Music provided by T-Vance. Remember. This is a podcast. The views expressed on the podcast are solely those of the hosts and the guests. If you need help for a gambling addiction, please seek professional help.